0: Thank you. I've, I've got Jose Mourinho here with me. Uh, Jose, many people are saying that Manchester United haven't signed anyone and don't look to be in any fit shape to be champions this year. What are your thoughts? Uh, yes, hello. Thank you.
1: I'm, uh, first, first of all, I'm already champion. I, I already said many times I am already champion. Uh, three times, I think I said already. I don't need new Premier League trophy. My trophy cabinet is full. It's not a cabinet anymore. It's, it's the building next to my house. There is no room. My wife won't allow me to buy a new house. So I have to live in, in the hotel, as you know. And uh, it's a little bit sad, but you, you keep asking me the same questions. And people say bad things about me. But I am a champion. I know I'm a champion. I am the special one, then I am the happy one, and now I am the smart one. Because I have agreed to become the Portugal manager for 2022. This is secret, please don't, don't tell many people, but Qatar World Cup, I will be the manager. And World Cup is only trophy I didn't win. So only trophy that my wife will build a new house for. So, Portugal is, is the team I love with all my heart because I am a fan. So, I am Portugal manager 2022. Uh, Ronaldo will be my captain and goalkeeper. Uh, he will take the free kicks and penalties. I expect him to win the Golden Boot. But to win the World Cup is not easy. The preparation starts now. The strongest opposition to Portugal in the 2022 is England and France, very strong. Very, very strong, very nice young eggs. Eggs from Waitrose, they play in these teams. So I am planning for the future. And this is why I am sucking all confidence from players like Luke Shaw Every day I ridicule Pogba. Every day I do this, I do it the best. Look how he played for France in World Cup. He looked powerful, skillful midfielder. In four years, this kind of player will kill William Carvalho in the center of midfield. So now I spend four years coaching the quality out of Pogba. So I say again, I am champion. I know exactly what I am doing. Thank you. No more questions.
2: Really? Do I really have two? I thought these two were done. Oh, okay. Fine. This is the Born Offside podcast. It's back. Football is back. I hate myself. I hate this podcast. God.
0: Thank you, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, and Thank you uh, for Jose Mourinho to, uh, for gracing us with his presence on the start of the podcast. We're going to have lots more interviews with Jose as we go through the season. Uh, that's not the first and the end of them. And there'll be some other really famous people joining this podcast with similar revelations about who they're going to be managing in
3: 2022. Uh, Jay, welcome back. Hey, it's great to be back. Unbelievable. Um, is it, it though, mate? We've only, just, we've only just left, I feel like. <laughs> it kind of does feel a little bit like that actually um and in fact uh, i have to sort of uh, in principle apologize straight away if i'm a little bit off off center and off key at the moment because i have literally just got off the plane from a 24 hour uh double flight from portugal back to melbourne uh with uh, two kids which were actually quite reasonable but also reasonable to sort of take care of uh but unfortunately also a screaming wife um now she was the issue really because i think you know if you uh, traveling with kids actually everyone go oh man traveling with kids must be so tough it's it's the bitch of a wife you know that really <laughs> she didn't Mate. have enough time in layovers to go and buy whatever perfumes from judy free the whole thing was a freaking mess it was just like oh it was uh, anyway um so I've, I'm, I'm working off about three hours sleep in the last 24 and, uh, Late, and as
0: well yeah. as a screaming wife i believe that you had a screaming asshole as well because you had some I, I did, yes.
3: And it's quite quite an unbelievable uh, thing. I uh, I decided to embark on an adventure of of eating a one-week-old uh, uh, sandwich with uh, egg and mayonnaise pate in it. And I thought that that might be quite – because it was really it was really yummy when it was originally done. But then it got stuck in a fridge, and then afterwards it came out of the fridge, and in Portugal it was 40 degrees, so it stayed out one night in 40-degree heat and then went back into the fridge again and it came out. And on the day of my – morning of my travel, I thought, yeah, what better way to travel than to <laughs> have fine. a, a have, yeah, have one of these adventurous sandwiches? So I I, I lay the foundations for an extremely sick travel, uh, of which I proceeded to um, not vomit. Funnily enough, I managed to keep that one down, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but but excrete uh, from my anus. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting
2: oh, a how, how this,
3: of uh, of water that which has been con- consistently coming out for the last 24 hours so uh, so that's that's really nice i feel rather sick now just talking about it so can we talk about something else i think yes probably, yes yeah. let's please let's
0: Thank please you. how about yeah. football uh, specifically um, the new season starts uh, well the new premier league season at least starts on friday so it's now sunday where i am monday where jason is so for you mate it's even less time even though it kicks off at the same time it's somehow less Time for you anyway. The Premier League is imminent, particularly in Australia. So, we're going to be uh, previewing the Premier League season. Uh, we'll also be talking a little bit about what we're going to be talking about on this podcast versus this season. We're not going to be doing a podcast after every single match like we did in the World Cup, that would kill us. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be doing one uh, pretty much every weekend around this time. So, you should, um, if you subscribe, you should get it automatically on your phone or wherever you get your podcast from at this time. So this show, we'll do a little bit of a a preview of what we think is going to come for the season, but every week we'll be doing a preview and review, mostly centered around the Premier League. Uh, Today we'll cover transfers. Uh, Jason and I are going to pick out our top three and bottom three. We're going to be looking at some new additions to the Premier League, like uh, Sarri, uh, Chelsea, or Wolves in general. Uh, We'll have a a regular spot, uh, which is where is Roman Abramovich, because no one's quite sure where he is. Hmm. Uh, Some Predictions for the top four, the bottom three. Uh, who's going to come 10th? Key question. Everyone wants to know the answer to is who is going to finish 10th? Jason and I will tackle that issue. And then we'll also look at things like a, a Euro roundup. Um, so apparently there's this thing called Europe. Um, I've not heard of it. Jason was in it very recently in Portugal. So we hope he knows more about it than I do. And um, <laughs> there will be a, a, few, a few other things. Like I said, we're going to have some interviews and, and some famous people coming on. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Is there anything I've left out there? Oh, Jay, there's one hugely important thing I've left out that we're going to be talking about every week. Uh, Germany are out, mate. Germany are still out of the World Cup.
3: <laughs> it's very out. true. It's very true. And, obviously, still fresh, very fresh in your mind. Uh, Germany are indeed out. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 I think it'll be very enjoyable to touch on the Leroy Sané uh, uh, subject on a few occasions. Because Because... Uh, we just should,
0: you know. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful segue into today's Community Shield,
3: which featured Leroy Sane. Leroy Sane, absolutely, and uh, a good job he did uh, uh, when he was on the pitch. Admittedly, it was a it was a great match. Uh, uh, actually, it was, uh, although it was played at a slightly slower tempo, but the, the the kind of tempo that you would normally associate with with Community Shields, I guess, in a way, um, maybe just a, a, a tad slightly sort of on the slower side because of the heat uh because uh, uh yeah it was just uh, they just had had to keep going for uh for water breaks in the second half and it was it was just sweltering you could you could just see it that it was just a, a little bit too much for the players but Sane went off with uh, with uh, suspected uh, possible ankle injury i think but just a knock uh uh so at the end of the first half but i thought he uh, he did delightfully well for himself and yeah he uh, looked
0: like the kind of player that germany could have used in
3: the in the World yeah, yeah. Funny that. Yeah, yeah. but anyway. Oh well. Uh, just
0: the what way it goes, that, mate? I guess. Mate, you know what this game? This game also <laughs> did for me. It reminded me of the existence of Sergio Aguero. I yeah, he still I about. Knew he existed, <laughs> and he was there in the World Cup. He was useless, and now he's like a really good Premier League striker who scores hundreds of goals. It's yeah, two hundred to be 200. specific. Yes, yes, yes. It, mate, what's? I was I literally was watching this game going. Oh yeah, so it's mm. right. oh he's bloody good. He's <laughs>
3: <laughs> very, very good. He is very, very good, and it's it's amazing to think that at the beginning of last season, uh, before Jesus got uh, before Jesus got injured, uh, uh, Agüero wasn't even getting much of a sniff as well. So, um, and whether that'll happen again this season, it'll be very interesting to uh, to see. I think uh, he's given Guardiola a good uh, a good back rubbing. Uh, uh, back in the uh, uh, well, I don't know whether he's given a good, good back rubbing, but if he if he has done, then he's obviously done a very good job because Guardiola has obviously selected him. So here, here you go. Here's your back rub. That does Is, it is that bad.
0: how you get into the Manchester City starting <laughs> eleven? <Like, laughs> Guardiola have to is clueless. He's like they're all so bloody good. Mendy, Laporte, Stones, Walker, oh, Silver, oh, the other oh, Silver. I can't it's even a, tell uh, the difference between one Silver and the other. I just give it to whoever rubbed me back. <laughs>
3: Someone's rubbing my back. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, who are you? You're in Oh, Sergio. 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 You're in. <laughs> Where's Jesus when I needed him? <laughs> that's anyway yeah so like he he did really well but what was you know what was really frightening about this uh was and frightening for for me i think frightening for for all premier league teams next season and that is quite simply that uh uh, first of all manchester city are going to take an incredible amount of to be beaten uh i don't think that they're going to be beaten you know at all they might even go unbeaten this whole season i reckon judging by the way that they played, they they really did smash uh, uh, Chelsea. And uh, I know Chelsea... Have only had uh, uh, the sexist, racist, Sari manager uh, for uh, for the last uh, 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 three weeks or so, so they need time to to gel to his ideas. Um, his, football but, ideas. Uh, his, football his football ideas. ideas sorry. Yeah, because his no philosophical ideas. ideas are still a little bit wayward from from Greeks. Um, but uh, he uh, he, I think he got a good spanking. He really did, and uh, and I don't think he was very uh, very impressed. Uh, with, uh, with a lot of his side. So let's see how he, he makes them uh, uh, work uh, and train to see if they can get up to, to, to Man City's level. But the scary thing, I think, for me was the, the youngsters coming in uh, for, um, uh, for Man City, you know, uh, Foden, Foden was... Foden looked was, really good, didn't he? Oh, Lovely setup for the second goal. I mean he, he looked good last season, but he looked good in the sense that he was he was raw and he was he was lo- he was looking good but this game like he was flying he was just flying and it was it was scary to watch and uh, brahim Diaz when he came on and uh, you know there was a whole bunch of youngsters that they've got coming into the side um, there was the one that came on. Uh, in the 94th minute when there was 94 minutes to play as well. He didn't get a touch, but he played amazingly, you know, and uh, for, for the zero seconds, 0.1 seconds that he was on. That's an impressive um, zero seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mate, I mate, think, you know, I mean, is there anyone capable of coming even close to, to Man City this season? Really? Well, mate, we're going to talk about
0: transfers and I think, we can, we can segue again seamlessly in if only I can explain myself as I talk. But if I think the one team that can go up against Manchester City was really the one team that, that managed to have any kind of success against them last year, which was Liverpool, who obviously mm. were the first team to beat them in the league and then beat them over, beat them in both legs of the uh, Champions League quarter final. Yep. Uh, they've, while we're doing signings, I would put the signing of Alisson. Um, who yes. is, is a Brazilian man? Uh, is not yeah. Anyway, Alison. Are you sure? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> they haven't <laughs> just gone. Oh, Alison. I um, thought she had a famous song, but uh, no. Uh, is it, yes, I, is it, Alison Moye. But his name no. is Alison. <laughs> so, like, you know about <laughs> Portugal and Brazil because he's. If you look on the websites, by the by the way, we're talking about uh, Liverpool have signed a keeper from Brazil called Alison Becker, I believe, who. I believe to be a really, really fantastic signing in a position that Liverpool really needed. You don't have mm-hmm. to be an expert, having seen Carius lose the Champions League final bowl by himself. <laughs> but mate, he's Alison Becker. So is Alison a common first name for for Brazilian men? Is it like um in Italian, Andrea is a is a common boy's name? Is that
3: a thing? Yeah. Well, Bra- Brazilians have been renowned uh, for having. Uh, sort of slightly unorthodox names and uh, first names and, and uh, uh, surnames as well over the, over the last few years, they've kind of, it's such a melding pot of, of, of cultures, uh, of people who have, have ventured from all the way around the world and who have ended up in Brazil, that names have sort of taken on, uh, have, have become very varied. And, and also you, you look at some of the names that they have over there and you think, well, hang on a second, did, did their parents just make a spelling mistake? Uh, they could have done, and um, so oh, is, we he, covered... is he Ali's son. Is that who he is? He's Ali's son. There we go. He's probably... <laughs> Mate, my mate Ali. He had a son, right? Ali's and son. It was called Ali's son. Yeah. And right, uh, and everyone knew him round, round the around uh, uh, the neighbourhood as Ali's son. Uh, uh, so you know, whenever you needed Ali's son to do something, you call him Ali's son. Okay,
0: fair enough. Yeah. Well, he's a he looks it... a really good goalkeeper, and he's good enough. To keep Edison, who I thought was the best goalkeeper in the Premier League last year, he keeps Edison out of the Brazil team. So he's got to be of a pretty good quality. Uh, And I think him, plus the addition of um, Keita and Shaqiri, uh, although those are not my other two top three, but I would put Alisson as as my top one signing. obviously the most expensive signing. Um, And I think Liverpool, to answer your question, will have a chance of of pushing City. Mate, what about you for best transfers? (laughs) well um f-
3: for me like uh, look f- first of all like the the premier league it, oh my god i can't i can't believe it's it's almost here already it's just so soon after the world cup it's just great uh, uh and we've often spoken about this together uh over the years about how you know a world cup or european cupless year uh uh can tend Whoa. to make the summer drag on and it's just you so have to watch big.
0: the rugby world cup or the
3: cricket oh, world cup and pretend god, it's, it's just, the same thing no enormous. no it just doesn't it just doesn't work no germany don't and play I mean, in either of those <laughs> and they're out of the world cup so uh you know see if they are out. Have any, yeah luck for next euros but anyway um i i i just think i i'm although manchester city i think are uh, to me like really undoubtedly going to be the team to to beat i mean uh, i i'm sure like most people wouldn't disagree 100%. Um, yes, Liverpool obviously are in there, but I, I am just really, really excited about this Premier League and, and uh, this season. And I'm not entirely sure exactly what it is about it that I'm exci- excited about. But I think it's just the amassment of different teams that are involved, the transfers that have happened. Um, the, the, the buzz that is, is coming into this is, is, is really immense. And uh, we've had an influx of new players come in and not many uh, not many uh, good players leave as well, which is, has been a, a bit of an issue over the past couple of seasons uh, uh, with the likes of Coutinho or, or even, you know, dating back to Suarez or Bale or, you know, all these people who sort of leave and, 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 and go on to do, you know, great things at other clubs. It, it gets a little bit sad. But this this season, you know, no one's really left, you know. And in, if anything, we've, inclu- we've started to, to bring new players in. And that's, uh, that's really, really exciting. And new managers as well. So... Uh, uh, um, you know, Wenger's gone. This will be a very interesting year for Arsenal as well. Um, but to me, uh, when I look at all the t- all, all the transfers that have happened this season, um, I, 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 I look no further than Fulham. Uh, I think that Fulham have just, it, it's, it beggars believe some of the stuff that, <laughs> that has gone on over there. And um, uh, w- to just start with André Schürrle, you know, who who has come in. You know, we all know you know, how he likes to disobey people and score goals. Um, It's just... Uh, he, likes to, he likes to score
0: goal number six and goal number seven. Those are his yeah, favourites to score. The one. real nose rubbers.
3: <laughs> that's the one. And, uh, and you know, he's, you know, he he. I thought it was a very strange decision. Chelsea have made some extremely strange decisions over the past few seasons. When you look at the success of, of some of the players who have left and come back uh, to the Premier League, Andre Schoeller, I think, was one of them. I didn't quite understand why they let him go. Um, uh, obviously, we're talking De Bruyne, Lukaku and, and you know, some of the others as well. But like Andre Schurler, I always thought was, I always rated him very highly. Uh, and he went on and he, he did very well. Um, and now, uh, okay, admittedly, he's, he's sort of reaching the twilight of his career. Uh, he may not have the speed uh, um, that he once had, but um, he, he's still a, a, an extremely talented football player. And um, uh, and, and I th- it's actually he's actually only twenty seven, so he's still got a good few years. But he's only on loan. We'll see how it happens. Um, but they've also brought in uh, Alexander Mitrovic. I think you know is always it's fun. Low. Metro, he's he's you know worth worth a good a couple of red cards a season at least, uh, so that'll that'll be you know f- fill us with joy. Um, uh, Alfie Mawson from from Swansea, uh, they've brought him uh, and, and and made sure that he continues uh, being a Premier League player, and I think that's also very uh, exciting. But I'm I'm extremely excited as well by uh, Jean-Michel Seri uh, as well, uh, who is the uh, Cameroonian. Uh, player that they've just brought in from Nice, and I, I think that's uh, uh, that's one to look out for. This this guy was um, sorry, he's not Cameroon, he's I, I, Ivory Coast. Sorry, um, uh, this guy was was uh, touted as as one of the the best uh, future uh, midfielders, uh, and was almost uh, uh, going to uh, Barcelona a few seasons back. Um, I know him a little bit because he, when he first arrived in Europe, he came to Porto uh, over in Portugal. Uh, and then he, he switched over to Past uh, Pas Freire as well, another another up and coming team at the time. And uh, he in the in the French league for the past two seasons has the highest uh, uh, pass rate uh, um, uh, of of uh, of Ligue 1. So um, so I think he'll, he's he's going to be very uh, interesting to see. I think Fulham have really got themselves a a, a, a sort of catch there on that one. Um, obviously he's not going to be uh, anywhere near the uh, one of the top players for completed passes this season. Cause undoubtedly the first, the top five will all be Man City players. Uh, but, uh, uh, but I think he's, he, he, he's a real exciting one to, to look out for. So I think Fulham have done a really, really good job in, in the transfer season. This, uh, uh, sorry, the transfer. Uh, um, yeah. Window. Transfer in the transfer. It's called a window. window. It's got a transfer one. window. I don't know oh, why window. it's called a door anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause they don't come in through the <laughs> window, do they? Like, it's like, wait, you <laughs> Michelle. Get over it. Come, no, through the window, mate. Come in. No, fuck the door. It's closed.
3: It's through the window. That's it. That- there, there you are, lad. Through the window. Mate, um, you're more likely to throw someone out the window, aren't you? Yeah, so, you, you uh, yeah,
0: they come in through the yeah. door, they go out through the window. Yeah. <laughs> Football's got that completely wrong. I, mate, I must agree with you uh, about Fulham in general and Jean-Michel Seri in particular, who um, Guardiola has said is kind of the natural successor to, to Xavi, which is, you know, high praise. And if your stats right. about passing are indeed correct, we can look forward to some, you know, some goal line backward passes when it's easier <laughs> to tap it into the net, which are, you know, that's, that's something that you have to have watch <laughs> football for a long <laughs> amount of time to appreciate. Wait, at, at Craven Cottage of all yeah. places. Oh, <laughs> what a place to do it. At. I, yeah, I think Fulham are going to be a lot of people's second team. Uh, Sessegnon, who I think is still only 17, 18, is uh, obviously a very exciting player. They've got him and a couple of other English players. Uh, the, the manager was, I don't want to say cheated out of his run at the Premier League, but he got Watford promoted and then was fired immediately, which is not what you usually do. No. Watford, Watford are doing okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm looking looking forward to him to ha- having a crack at it. So, yep. yeah, I think Fulham's, Fulham's a good court, mate. And then I'm going to, for my last one, so I've got, I actually had Jean-Michel Zeri on my list. I've already said Allison And, uh, mate, I'm, this is difficult for me to, to do because I tend to think of Arsenal in the same way I think of Germany, i.e. not favourably at all. <laughs> and, uh, for example, Meza Ozil is pretty much the shittiest person on the planet. Um, <laughs> as far as I'm... I can't think of anyone worse. Trump, maybe. Eh, that's close. He doesn't play for Arsenal. Anyway, so... But they've signed a player called Stefan Licksteiner, who is <laughs> an absolute
3: bastard. <laughs> He's a horrible, horrible, nasty git. Hang on a second. A Hang on a second. We've Go got. On. I thought Suarez was up there.
0: Are yeah, we, I mean, I mean, Lichtsteiner yeah. is sneakier than Suarez. Suarez's <laughs> bastardry is very overt. He doesn't hide it. <laughs> Lichtsteiner's <laughs> bastardry is is discreet and hidden. But what do that Arsenal team need more than anything else? It's a proper bastard. And. Um, What's his face? Xhaka is a... He wants to be a bastard, Xhaka, but he's too stupid. Ecksteiner <laughs> is a... It I worries me a little bit. Um, he's pretty much the only the only player who's... well. How old is he? What, 34? 34, yes. 34-year-old 34 Swiss right back. And But he instals some fear in me just because he might <laughs> just bring that mentality to Arsenal, which, are, which they've been lacking. Let's Let's face it. One of the wondrous things about Arsenal's... Uh, demise, uh, fall, which we all hope continues. But one of the great <laughs> things about it has been is it's been almost entirely down to mental fortitude or their lack of it. And so it worries me that they should bring in a in a super Euro bastard in the form of <laughs> Stefan to to install that back into them. So yeah, yeah, that's my top three. So you've just gone Fulham and I've gone like... <laughs> so michelle seri allison and Lichtsteiner.
3: mate let's get on to the part of this podcast mate, yeah, with, everyone... with, with, hang on with yeah because just to add to your point there on 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 Lichtsteiner, oh you want to say something yeah go on, the, ahead yeah as well sorry i i sh- should have probably interrupted you beforehand but um I, you were going on such a beautiful run i th- I never thought it would end and it, i you know i thought you might as well just keep going but um I, the thing with Lichtsteiner as well is you know when you compare um because he's he's inherently he's a right back right and i think arsenal have had some issues both at right-back and at uh, left-back because the the kind of right-backs and left-backs that they've been employing over the last decade or so are the kind that would, you know, you you sort of, Uh, you know when you you go on one of these sort of football tours with your team you know but but it's like a friendly football tour to the United States you share rooms and everything you might share bunk beds with six others uh you know and uh, the left back and the right back will you know instead of going out for a couple of bevies down the down the bar at the end of the evening they'll they'll go back to their bunk beds and they'll play cards until uh until 10 o'clock and then probably go to sleep Lichstein is the kind of guy who will burst into the room maybe smash down the door smash down the bunk beds that they both stay in and naked. he's naked them. at this time <laughs> he's <is> naked sweating <laughs> at this time but with a smile <laughs> on his face <laughs> you might kick them both left back and right back in the guts and tell them to fuck off and then afterwards take both their positions <laughs> he is that kind of of animal and uh, and i have to say when you when you said that he instills fear in you uh, i thought you meant just instills fear in you generally, uh, uh, you know, as in when he's bursting through the door, not generally as he, he's going to make Arsenal a better team. Uh, but I, I, I get you. Yeah, he's probably is going to make Arsenal a better team uh, because he's going to be such a bastard. You're right. Mate, uh, so, yeah, <laughs> mate, it, it's
0: it, I'm too far away from him, but I'm glad I am. Mate, let's get on to the, the the part of this podcast which everyone listens to, which is our predictions for who are the worst signings. Mate, give us your give us your
3: top three worst signings of this uh, of this window. Well, you can go no better than the magnificent signing that Chelsea have made of Monsieur Rob Green. Uh, I think that's uh, that's got to be surely without a shadow of a doubt the best worst signing <laughs> that I have you know I'm not sure if it ever because there have been some pretty sh- crappy signings over the years uh, uh, Southampton have been uh, uh, guilty of of, of doing, a, <laughs> doing a few of those themselves um, but this one just this I mean if you know this one even beggars the whole left out of left field uh, uh, quote uh, you know out the window, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Why on earth would they hire or, or, or get Rob Green, who I assume is coming straight out of retirement, I think, isn't that right? I think he's come out of retirement to come in. Well, well to, there's, to a, come there's, a, a, there's a headline in,
0: in the Metro, uh, which reads Maurizio Sarri's backroom team bemused, bemused is in quotation marks, bemused <laughs> by Chelsea's decision to sign Rob Green. Um, and they have this rather <laughs> wonderful picture of, uh, Willy Caballero, who, let's not forget, was shit. He, <laughs> he was. Cup. And there's this picture of, of Caballero, who's got Willie written on him, on his gloves, <laughs> pointing, pointing at Rob Green. And it's as if to say, there's another Willie." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a,
3: it's a very interesting signing, mate. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty stupid. But you know what's so weird is that, like, um, Courtois has been, after Czech left, uh, Courtois... Uh, uh, was their top keeper and I think everybody thought this is it now that Chelsea are going to keep this guy for for years and years and years and years and years you know he's the top guy that's why they brought him in because he was so young when they brought him in he dislodged uh, uh, Petr Cech it was all really crazy Cech went to Arsenal it was just so nuts and and now it's like they seem to be letting him go without even a fight. Uh, I don't understand, like... And w- it, it's such has been his dominance in the Chelsea goal over the last few seasons that we haven't even thought about who might be the second or third choice keeper. Now Willie's in there. I didn't... <laughs> it's just... It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, why... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, anyway, it's, it is it uh, is very, very interesting. Uh, I, I love the fact that Bemused was in speech marks. Uh, <laughs> It's just because I think I think that encapsulates how everybody must have thought when they saw that transfer go up. I'm sure Rob Green as well must have been like, yeah, yeah
0: maybe I'll, maybe I'll that's why they've signed him. They've signed him because Willy Cab- Caballero, Caballero, yeah. Caballero had such had such a horrible World Cup that they want to boost his confidence. So they brought in someone who's had an even more horrible World Cup, <laughs> <laughs> and and Rob can sit down and go. Well, Willie, I mean, at least you've made contact with the ball. I let a Clint Dempsey 25-yarder go through, me, through
3: my hands. <laughs> Mate, that's a genius move, if that's indeed the case. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, well done to Chelsea. Uh, hats off to you. I'm, I'm such an idiot. Absolutely. That was just amazing. Mate, who are <laughs> your other two? Give us your other two. Mate, I'm going to go for Benicaphobe. Um, uh, Benicaphobe, uh, I'm not oh, entirely on he's he's gone to um uh, he, well he's gone he's actually gone to stoke uh, uh now uh but he was it was it was wolves no sorry hang on a second he was so this is where i'm very confused i was under the impression that he went to he came, he went to wolves this season on loan mm-hmm. um but now he's moved to stoke from Wolves, but he's a still classified as a Bournemouth player. So I'm I'm very confused. I'm just thinking like I don't understand why why this player is has has moved on. And actually, I've I've, I've I'm I'm sorry. I thought he was still at Wolves, and I was going to say that was a bit of a strange one. But he he actually did. He was at Wolves three seasons ago, and he did extremely well. Then moved to Bournemouth, then back to Wolves. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's all been a, v- a very sort of confusing issue. So I think, I think it's a, a bit of a strange one so to see for him. For pure
0: confusion reasons, you're yep. go for pure confusion I don't know reasons. exactly where he is. Therefore, it's a terrible what, signing.
3: What he's doing, where he's gone, and, and whatever. But I've always thought, you know, he's a bit of a, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, let him go. Mike, I'm going to move on to straight on to my third one. <laughs> so so Do for, it. for pure confusion... Angus Gunn. Now, as many people uh, may remember or may not remember, I am indeed a Southampton supporter. Dave, you are a Tottenham supporter. Why did you uh, feel we... the need to say that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Just to remind people, we uh, we 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 have we're, we're vouching uh, to do our very best not to talk uh, uh, overtly or overly. Sorry, different meaning there. That. Um, uh, about our, uh, our our preferred teams uh, during this podcast because we want to be able to cover the premier league as as a spectacle that the premier league actually is and deserves um but uh, but i you know for, for this is to me a very very strange one angus gunn coming in uh, uh basically spelling the 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 end of fraser foster who was on the periphery of of getting into the england squad and then poor guy suffered a terrible uh injury was out for a very long time then fought his way back in and then and then seemed to go off the ball and then alex mccarthy came out of nowhere and did extremely well and now they've brought in angus gunn and i just don't understand what uh uh, uh what mark hughes is doing so um uh, maybe he doesn't have he's a bit like Seri, he doesn't really have much of a say uh, in uh, in in who comes in, and the who third goes out. Goalkeeper.
0: Perhaps that's something yeah. that uh, a Premier League chairman are putting their foot down with and are saying, "I'm picking the third choice goalkeeper." You're not.
3: <laughs> it's just, uh, all the chairman got together at the beginning of the uh, yeah, or the, oh, the end of the World Cup, and just went, "What can we do to make ourselves stand out?" I know. Yeah.
0: And feel better about ourselves. I know we'll be choosing the third choice goalkeepers. Ooh, I want Rob Green.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. Everyone in unison. Great job. Lovely. Ah, that'll show them. Uh, yeah. May, <laughs> hey, should I do my three? I think you should absolutely go for it. Shoot. Uh,
0: okay, so may, uh, this is going to be controversial. This one. Uh, I'm uh, Riyad Morris. Hmm. All right. Uh, why? Well. He's a good player. He's mm-hmm. at times a very good player, mm-hmm. um, but Manchester City have Silva and Sane and the other Silva, and well, pretty. I, I, why do you need to spend sixty million quid on Mares
3: for? Yeah, it's it's not a bad point, and I think it's one that probably a lot of people thought about. Um, he's he is a great player. I mean, undoubtedly, he's got that magical left foot you know, where he can smash a goal in from pretty much anywhere. Um, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, I think when you're reinforcing your team, maybe Guardiola was just out of ideas. You know, he just uh, he just thought, I've got to sign someone, you know. And um, didn't he come in cheaper than... No, sorry, more expensive than what he would have cost in January. I think in January, they, they were going to sign him for 50. And they backed out saying it was too expensive or something at the time. And now they've signed I've, him for I 50.
0: I think like this it. is what has happened. I think, I think Guardiola in, in January uh, got stupidly nervous that he wasn't going to win the Premier League title because that's the kind of personality Pep is. And and he's gone and sorted out this transfer himself. And then Stan and the other one who, who run it in the back went, no no. no, no, no. And Pep's gone, oh, come on, lads. Come on. We're, we're only 25 points clear and, and Man United have won a couple of games. And they're, they're gone, no, Pep, don't, no. Don't be financial fair play, no. Oh, come on, fellas. Let me have him. I, I, what happens if one of the silvers gets injured? Pep, you can't tell the difference between the silvers. I know. So what happens if one of them gets injured? I won't know which one to play or not play. Um, and I'll just play Mara instead. said. And then what they've said is, look, Pep, if you win the league we'll buy your mares as a gift and that's oh. what they've done they've just, oh. got, it's just it's just a little gift and pep's happy i think it's just kept Pep. pep's gone oh okay now if one of the silvers gets injured i
3: just play neither silver and i'll play mares instead genius mate genius uh, you know the only other sort of rationale I can possibly think of is that he got drunk over a card game, you know, and uh, and it was it was a, it was a deal that he he sort of, you know, promised that he had to do uh, unless he lost the hand. You know, here comes the hand. I've, I've lost all my money. I've got a full house. I should be able to win this. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll see your full house, but I'll raise I'll raise you. Riyad Mahrez in the summer. You have to buy him if you lose this hand. He's like he's he's already lost all his clothes. He's butt naked, <laughs> uh, playing against playing against uh, Jose Mourinho. Uh, uh, the two of them, and uh, Mourinho's got all of his clothes on, and uh, and uh, and uh, you know uh, uh, Guardiola puts down his full house, and Mourinho shows him uh, uh, shows him a royal flush. <laughs> How does this get he's, <laughs> into this position up,
0: where, where poker hand names sound like filthy innuendos for a, a naked Guardiola? He,
3: he stands up, pulls his pants down and <laughs> shows him his royal flush. And that was it. He had to buy Mares. It was the deal. So like, uh, too bad, mate. You know, no, I think
0: uh, that's how most of your bad decisions happen. I don't think it's Guardiola like <laughs> Guardiola's business. Shall I name my other two? Please do. <laughs> My other two worst transfers of the Premier League window are Andy Carroll. Uh, now, you might be saying to yourself, but Andy Carroll hasn't gone anywhere. Exactly. Andy <laughs> Carroll has not gone anywhere. Keeping Andy Carroll, because you hear that all the time, don't you? Like Harry Kane signing a new new contract. It's like signing a new player, which is bollocks. It's nothing like signing a new player. It's like <laughs> signing an existing player, but you hear it all the time. It's a cliche. But, but if that cliche were to exist... Andy Carroll is the embodiment of it because he hasn't gone anywhere because he really should have because <laughs> Andy Carroll is shit and um, then my other worst one is just the club of Tottenham because we haven't signed anyone like you and I were looking at this yesterday we're looking at the inns and usually there is like some lone player who's come back in or some youngster you've snapped up or, or something but Tottenham have got nothing nobody no one extra is joined, like not even a tea lady or a or a boot room person or i don't know staff at the club shop or something like there are no inns at all
2: it's
3: it's very very true and it's it's so weird but uh, you know it it is very very levy isn't it really i mean he he does this season in season out and uh I, i don't know whether or not pochettino Agrees with it or not, or whether he no, just sort Potch of... Is half furious. Uh, I'm sure he must be, but you know, but he stays there, season in, season out. Potch has had plenty of opportunities to leave for other clubs, and yet he stays there. So uh, there must be something that that is keeping him there. But you know, I mean, it, it is it is a very very strange one. A, a team like Tottenham, uh, who who finished so well last season, finally. A, ahead of Arsenal and uh you know for a fi- you know in in a in a great position in the league and 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 beating so many teams and, and doing so well for, you know you would imagine them to be one of the one of those teams that would be going okay we need this is it now let's do the let's push now let's go for it three or four big big signings to come in and really you know do a Liverpool you know you, you would really expect someone like Tottenham to do that and instead they've just They've got nothing. They've they've just gone completely all wimped out. They've wimped out. You know, mate, I'm I'm, mate, ver- I'm very mate, surprised. i surprised.
0: I have to stop you there because every word you say is like a dagger through my heart. <laughs> <laughs> all completely correct. Let's take let's take a short break. Uh, and when we come back, it will be part two, which will be Jason and Dave's predictions. We should
2: have a jingle. Oh,
3: there's a jingle.
0: We'll be right back.
2: Apparently, the Premier League season runs for 10 months. I have to introduce these two clowns for 10 months. What did I do to deserve this?
0: Right, everybody, thank you. Welcome back. Jason and I uh, are now going to solve all of your financial woes by correctly predicting the top four, the bottom three, and the middle one, as in we're going to choose (laughs) who finishes 10th. So, uh, yes, get down the bookies, put these on. Um, We've got a sponsor uh, this year. It's uh, Bet563. There'll be a message from them at the end of this show. But, yeah, get down your local bookies, whatever one you like to use. Uh, Get out your phone, uh, tap away, whatever it is. Here come the top four. Uh, We're not going to pick the same top four, so I'm not quite sure who you want to bet on. You choose. One of us will be exactly correct. Jake, go. (laughs) Top four in order.
3: (coughs) Excuse me oh my goodness this uh, once again i mean well we've already obviously gone for uh, uh, for manchester city winning this i, I think i you know I'm, i just can't see it happening in any in any other way um i, I think uh, uh they're going to go for it like a steamroller through absolutely everybody uh, uh man city to win the premier league uh, uh for the 2018 2019 uh season um i, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's definitely there. Um, I, I think we've mentioned it already. Liverpool, I, I think, are really going to have to be the next ones up there. Uh, although, uh, you know, uh, I just, I, th- I think Manchester United, I'm sad to say, uh, are, are going to be, they did so well last season in the face of adversity, s- sort of, in, although they spent a hell of a lot of money uh, with Lukaku coming in and, uh, you know, but he went off the ball, uh, you know, during Christmas and, you know, there were big question marks uh, uh, over his performance and whether or not he can keep it going all the way through a season. I think he's matured quite a lot. Uh, I think he had a great World Cup and he's going to bring that uh, maturity into into the game. Um uh, with with Man United having such a bad preseason so far as well uh, and with Mourinho just going a little bit crazy uh, uh, with all of this stuff it, it does all sort of sound and fit into a very Mourinho-esque kind of season I almost wouldn't put it past them to 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 do a bit of a a, a crazy one, and, and even uh, uh, maybe even push Man City uh, a, a little bit. But I, I I just don't I just don't think so. But it, it's not out of the question that Man United could could do it. Um, yet I'm I'm still going to go for Liverpool uh, in second. I'm going to go for Man United in in third, uh, and I think it's going to be close between the two of them. And then I'm going to put Tottenham in fourth, and I'm going to put Tottenham in fourth because uh, they did very well last season, and I think uh, yeah, they, I, I think they'll be, I think they'll be okay. You know, they've still got, oh, it's, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because if you don't have anybody coming in at all, we've seen it over the years when Chelsea didn't get anybody in a couple of seasons back and, uh, you know, uh, you know, they think that they've got the team that would be able to do it. It would have been interesting actually, if Man City didn't get Mares in, would, they continue, but like bringing in new players does bring in that little bit of fresh light uh, into, into clubs. That's just always been evident. So I would say, uh, uh, you know, to- but I still think Tottenham should be third and Man City, um, sorry, Man United uh, uh, fourth. That's, that's what I'm going to go for.
0: Okay, so mate, I'm actually almost entirely in agreement. I've got City first, Liverpool second. I think United will probably finish third, uh, and Spurs will finish fourth because they'll struggle with this new stadium and getting used to it a little bit. But Chelsea haven't really bought anyone of any significance. Uh, You wonder if they'll be able to adapt to Sari's way of playing. And uh, even though Arsenal have added super bastards, uh, Stefan Lichsteiner, I still don't think they (laughs) quite have the quality. Oh, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Mate, that's very very interesting that, that we should be in near universal agreement for the top Pretty four. much tandem. Yeah, Mate, yeah. Because about- I'm,
3: I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Arsenal and the Chelsea thing. I think they'll, be, they'll make up the top six for sure. Mm. Uh, but I, 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 I'm I, with you. I just don't think this is going to be the season for, for them exactly for the reasons that you've outlined there.
0: Mate, bottom three, I'm going uh, Cardiff because they have Neil Warnock uh-huh. as manager, and Neil Warnock is a very, very good <laughs> championship manager and a very, very bad Premier League manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a git. Um, <laughs> Huddersfield, I think Huddersfield obviously uh, stayed up by the skin of their teeth last year, and uh, I think that now that the skin has come off their teeth, their teeth will fall out, and they will, will, will fall out of the Premier League. I just don't fancy them to to be able to go and do it again I don't think they've got the players second season people figure them out no I don't think that's going to do and mm. Brighton Brighton. Like, now mm. Brighton have made some intelligent signings they've got a lovely manager lovely lovely man I adore Chris Hutton. I think he's a lovely lovely man I would quite like him to be my dad but he's not and <laughs> it's, uh, it's I, not, have live, not I have to, to live with that I'm sure no but... no no I have to live okay. with it man. it's too late <laughs> uh, but I just think he doesn't have a great record in the Premier League. When they have to go winning games, they kind of snuck under the radar. I don't. I, Fulham and Wolves have come up, and we all kind of we've touched on how much we like like Fulham and Wolves, um, who are owned by um, I say George Mendes, but you say George Minge. Yes, George <laughs> Minge. So uh, the Minges team. Uh, the team Minge will be staying up uh, because they've bought the entire Portugal squad other than Ronaldo. Um, Uh,
3: You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they actually had a a little flutter on that one. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's unbelievable what's, what's happened at, uh, at Wolves. And I think, I think we'll, we'll, we'll save this uh, uh, for another podcast uh, and we'll go into Wolves a little bit more in detail at at a later period. Uh, But, my my sort of um feeling generally is um you know being Portuguese and uh, uh, you know enjoying seeing uh, Portuguese uh, players and managers and uh, and and kitmen whatever you know come into the Premier League. It's always fun and and I I, I, I follow them you know I, I enjoy seeing it and uh, uh, Wolves have just got an influx uh, uh, of um, uh, of Portuguese players uh, who they have been signing for the last two years so it has been extremely interesting for for me uh, uh to 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 see them and uh, and yeah no I'm, I'm i'm very very excited about uh, about what's going on there um your bottom three mate your bottom three yeah well it's it's funny that, that you say so because i think i'm i'm very very close to the ones that uh that you've mentioned as well just like we did for the top three uh i'm, I'm very close C- cardiff um once again as well i think we're, we're both gonna enjoy this but warnock what a what a oh what a pillock um god i absolutely hate him i really do i i hate him with a the- passion with a vengeance sorry uh, passionate vengeance um and uh, but i think uh, you know because he's he's been, uh, i'm not going to compare him to ian holloway because ian holloway is actually he can be funny uh but he's also you know he's just that other uh, you know i wouldn't want to play under him you know i think it would just be ugh, just I, I wouldn't enjoy it he, he wouldn't allow you that freedom to be able to express yourself you know i don't think he'd allow you freedom full stop no <laughs> like, very true players locked up he, he would. He'd tie your shoelaces together, and we all know in football that's just stupid. That um, but yeah, <laughs> you're just going to fall and break your nose. Um, I, I, I'm I'm with you with with Huddersfield. I I think um, I, I just think it's going to be a little bit too far. Uh, they they really were in free fall last season, um, uh, and and they're probably going to go down. But the, but the thing is, we're we're looking at teams here that are sort of likely you know and and more more likely to go and what has happened a lot over the last few seasons is there's always been one big gun in there um, and uh, you know we've always we've seen these big teams sort of sort of suddenly slump down in there you know uh, and, and and go you know and go down to to, to the championship um, and I'm going to actually go a little bit left field on this and i'm gonna put leicester in there oh I, i'm gonna go for it because i think they've uh like they've lost mares uh um the rat is getting a bit old That's uh old I, I think they're gonna lose um has he uh, uh, uh yeah i think they're gonna lose him uh it's only seven days left slabbed yeah Mourinho is gonna get in there i reckon and and if he does it, it, uh, let's, let's put it that way. If Mourinho gets, gets his way and they pay 75 or whatever it is for, uh, uh, for Slab Ed and they get him out there, I'm going to put Leicester in there as that team who, right at the beginning of the season, they go like eight games without winning just like Crystal Palace was seven games without winning uh, uh, and, and without scoring a single goal, I think, was it? Palace last season? Uh, and although they brought Hodgson in and he, he worked a, a, a little miracle there, I think Leicester uh, with Puel is just not going to break it, I reckon. I think, I think it's yeah. going to, yeah. All
0: right, all right. I, I mean, I Leicester, Leicester are, are my team for 10th. Like, the- oh, that's, right, that's, okay. my, that's my team for 10th. Uh, we'll get on to yours in a minute. Uh, interesting, you should touch on Crystal Palace just quickly on Crystal Palace. Whether or not they go down, it completely depends on whether or not they sell Zaha because last year, uh, every game that Zaha didn't play in, they lost. So that's right. it, it would seem apparent that all they need to do is keep Zaha and they should be fine. Like <laughs> Just, just get him out on the field, whatever condition he's in, because if he plays, they don't lose. So. Mate.
3: All, yeah. all I want is for Spironi to bring back the tracksuit buttons. That's all I want.
0: Oh, <laughs> That's... oh the tracksuit-bottomed <laughs> goalkeeper in January.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> yes, I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it, mate. If they if they do that. But, but they've 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 got Max Max Meyer in there now, and I'm I'm quite excited uh, to see him. He's, he is a decent signing, and I think for 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 Crystal Palace he'll be very good. Um, but I'm I'm with you. If Zaha stays in, um, I was actually going to go for Crystal Palace as being my pick for tenth. Uh, oh. So uh, funny you should uh, yeah mention on that one because I think um, Crystal Palace. Uh, although they were in free fall, although they they did so badly at the beginning of the last season, I think Hodgson uh, has come in, and I think this will be Hodgson's last year. He's he's you know I, th- I think he'll he'll finish <laughs> on with the, the it. planet or just like in football management.
0: <laughs> oh God, that's a yeah <laughs> This hope is my doesn't. last year like I <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> hope he doesn't pop a clog you know halfway, halfway through the season Please don't, <laughs> Roy we want you to live just say that we, no, don't we want Roy to live I just we, we do. A we funny do. expression sorry I
3: think <laughs> it <laughs> and I followed it with popping a clog um <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, it, mate, look. You're supposed
3: to pop your clogs, plural. Like, what's popping a clog do? <laughs> Just popping the one clog is <laughs> is the beginning of the, of the rest of the clogs, isn't it? Like, once the one clog goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mind you, if all clogs go... No, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, uh, I know I was... I'm a little bit torn, actually, for, for 10th. I was going to go for Crystal Palace, but I, I was between Crystal Palace and, and, uh, and Everton, uh, uh, to be honest. I think Everton have also done really well with their signings this season. And they were a little bit of a, a, a kind of, uh, they, they had a, you know, uh, historically for, for what they did in, in regards to Southampton, taking, taking Komen uh, away from us in the way that they did, uh, uh, made it so that last season, I absolutely dis- despised uh, Everton. Uh, but then they brought in Sam Allardyce and I thought, oh, I started feeling a bit sorry for them more than anything else. And uh, and then they did well and I wasn't too fast because with Komen they did so badly and that was, I was really happy with that. Um, I just wish that they continued because it looked like they were going to be relegated. Um, but uh, now that you know, I'm 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 gently allowing uh, Everton back into my into my heart, and I think this year they've done uh, they've done uh, quite well with uh, with their signings, and I'm I'm quite to, interested to see Richarlison uh, 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 flourish uh, for uh, for Everton, and um, it was like it was between Everton and Crystal Palace for 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 tenth for me, uh, but I'm going with Crystal Palace.
0: Ah, Fair enough. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, The top four are going to be Manchester City, Liverpool, United, and Spurs in that order. Uh, Either Crystal Palace or Leicester will finish 10th. Leicester may finish 10th or may get relegated. And Cardiff and Huddersfield are down for sure. Get down the bookies. Put your money on it. um, Send your winnings to us. 50%. It's a generous uh, take, I think, on mine and Jason's behalf. If that all comes in. (laughs) And we'll be back shortly with part three, which is our Euro part. Euro part!
2: They're back and they're just as horrible as before. Incessantly talking about football. Why can't they talk about what I like? Things like philosophy, cars, and Taylor Swift's membership of the Illuminati. Anyway, here's part three.
0: And we're back and we're European all of a sudden. Brexit hasn't happened, we're still there. Uh, Even though Jason's in Australia and I'm in America and we're not in Europe. Anyway, mate, Europe. It's it's beautiful. I just want my coffee in the morning, please, you know. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: (laughs) Um, So, mate, uh, Europe doesn't start for ages, so I don't think we need to talk about too much at the moment. Um, I've Hmm. got written down in the show notes, uh, Gonzalo Higuain to AC Milan, fat
3: um <laughs> anything to add to that um no i think you've encapsulated it all right there really um and exactly what we what we believe and and what we know um <clears throat> it is a, a bit of a an interesting signing uh but uh, but nah it's not that interesting, actually. He's just—he's a—he's a big fat man, and somehow he's managed to get through the medical at at, uh, at AC Milan, and uh, and they've allowed him to go through. You know, so uh, uh, very interesting to see uh, him, and of course he he switched with uh, with Banucci, uh, um, which. Uh, it's yes, it's a very strange thing after after uh, uh, everything that happened with him and and Juve. But I guess uh, he's got still, uh, or the old lady might still have a place in her heart for him. Uh, so now they're neighbouring cities; they're not too far away from each other. They probably didn't have to move house, uh, so it probably wasn't too much of a too much of a jump for either one of them. Uh, they probably even played cards on the weekend together. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, um, yep. Fat Higuain over to AC Milan. Higuain and Benucci do a house swap. (laughs) I like
0: that as an idea. I can, I can see, I can see Bonucci going. What's all this Argentinian stuff he's got going? (laughs) All right. right. Um, uh, I've also got down here, mate. So, when does the Spanish league start? When does La Liga kick
3: off? Um, I believe it is. uh, Oh, cranky, actually. Well, I think it's in about three weeks, isn't it? It's isn't it at the end of August usually? I feel like
0: August twenty 29th, ninth, something like that. Something like that,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so but...
0: uh, Lopetegui will be at Madrid until the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then they'll fire him and, and bring in Pochettino, probably. <laughs> oh God, <That's laughs> my own joke has backfired. Uh, I wish I wish Julian Lopetegui all the success in the world. Come on, Madrid! <laughs> Come on! Gareth Gareth Bale saves Tottenham by being really good at Madrid. I kind of like that. It's kind of there you bad. go.
3: That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and then the other, I think, really big European signing is um, Arturo Vidal, who mm-hmm. has gone to Barcelona.
3: Yes. Now I I like him. Uh, I've liked him for a long time. Uh, I've always been a bit suspicious about that haircut, but. Uh, I mean, it does seem crazy, like the kind of haircut. Yeah, you, now. you can sort of, you know, you could, you could, you could use him as a, a sort of battery ram, right? But instead of battering someone, you sort of sort of pin him left and right, and you could cut people uh, with that haircut. <laughs> so uh, you could sort of not decapitate. Cause, dream, midf-
0: dream midfield, Vidal mm. and Angolan, like just tattoos and mohawks everywhere. Lovely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, and Hamstic. You could play Nangalan oh. and Vidal as the holding two. Hamshik just behind the. Oh, mate, oh. Mohawk eleven.
3: Mate, we'll do that next week.
0: Real time. Martin, Martinez.
3: On. Martinez really, you know, missed a trick there on that. But anyway, um, <laughs> Roma uh, did as, as well. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think I think if you if you put Vidal into any team uh, in in Europe, um, he is going to guarantee you at least four red cards a season uh and uh, a deftly and deadly uh, uh performance and I, I think i i'm not entirely sure as to why he why uh, uh, bay munich have let him go but i think um uh, i think i, I, I it's, it, it, it's, it's divided opinion. I actually think he's really, really good. And I think that under the right tutelage, he can be an outstanding football player. And he was, uh, obviously for, for Chile, uh, when he helped them win the Copa America and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been so, so good. Um, but of course, I mean, they've got Tiago Silva in there, haven't they, uh, Bayern. So they've got, uh, they've probably got enough cover for that position. And they probably thought letting Vidal go uh, uh, was not too much of a bad deal. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, think, I think it's great. I think it's really good. I yeah. like
0: it. And I think it's probably what Barcelona need, you know, some com- combativeness in, in the sense mm. of the field. Mate, one more thing that I want to talk about in the Euros, Euro section. It's not actually a, really a European issue, but it feels like it because Marcelo Bielsa, who, who is Argentina, Argentinian, which is not in Europe, but he's, a, you know, someone who's managed uh, in Europe for a bit. Mate, this is the loosest connection of all time. Uh, <laughs> I just want to talk about the fact that Marcello Bielsa is at Leeds. Uh, are we still he's still there? Because Leeds fire managers all the time. And, yes. Biel, and Bielsa leaves clubs all the time. So yes. right now, let's um, we should probably look it up on the internet, but mate, El Loco is at, at Leeds, 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 Leeds,
2: Leeds, Leeds. <laughs>
3: a loco is there it's
0: unbelievable did they play today actually we should look that up and see what happened like two men pretend to be excited about something and then look it up on the internet to see what happened yeah. no they did they won, they won. Well, uh, hang on a second they were winning they, won. they were losing they won they, they, were beat, losing.
3: Stoke. they beat Stoke 3-1 yep. and then they came back that's right yeah, I know uh, uh, I, was, I was seeing the scores coming in I know they went 2-1 up from a 1-0 down position at least I think they were um, no, 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 you've got that wrong they were 1-0 you, Sorry. They okay. up, then they were two 0 up, and then oh, wow. I completely worst, wrong. Then Jesus,
0: your worst, your worst signing of the season, Benicophobic pulled one back for Stoke, and then <laughs> <laughs> it was a penalty though in your defence, uh, and then uh, wow. yeah, leads to three one. So
3: Bielsa's off to a winner. Look at that, winner winner chicken dinner. Um, it, it, mate, this I I am absolutely shocked uh, uh, with the appointment of, of Bielsa. It's a little bit. Ranking along, um, uh, 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 Benitez staying at, at Newcastle when they went down. Uh, you know, after coming from Real Madrid, you go to Newcastle, then they get relegated. Uh, like you know, you would have put your house on 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 Benitez leaving for a more illustrious job somewhere else, but he stayed. Uh, uh, you want you've got to wonder whether Beals knows what he's doing, um, you know, because he's come come into this club. We all know what's been happening with Leeds over the last, you know, ten years or so. It's just been a complete shod, and uh, you know they haven't been able to to get out of there They've been stuck in that that rut uh, uh, of of of, cha- of championship football, and they have not been able to get out. And now they've brought in uh, for for people who don't know this guy is is one of the considered to be one of the top top uh, uh managers uh, or coaches of all times um uh you all you have to do is just go to uh, uh see what um uh, some of the top uh, uh, managers, especially Latin American uh, and Spanish uh, uh, coaches speak of, of him uh, Guardiola speaks extremely high of, highly of him, Pochettino speaks extremely highly of him, uh, uh, Bielsa B- I think Bielsa has his own move uh, as well, he's, he's, he's got his own, I'm not sure, I'll have, to, I'll have to double check that, but I think he's got his own uh, uh, trademark uh, move where a guy steps over I may be completely wrong with this, but a, 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 you, you pass the ball, you step over it you let the guy behind you, you dummy it, basically. You let the guy behind you knock it and he knocks it into space and then you move into that space and score uh, uh, from that. But I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll have to double check that. Uh, but he's he is a guy um, uh, who, who, who is basically a, an unbelievable uh, manager and I don't know how they've got him. I really don't. It's, 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 it's incredible. It's really good. It's nuts. I quite like to see Leeds back in the Premier League because
0: I don't like Leeds. And the more teams that you have that you don't like in the premier league the more enjoyable it is <laughs> so i Absolutely. wish you more the luck in the world well mate um i think that concludes us for today it's lovely to be back lovely to have you back uh, i hope your anus recovers thank you and um <laughs> and uh, uh thanks to everyone for tuning in and we'll be back this time next week with a full review of the first round of premier league fixes already can't wait
3: Born Offside is sponsored for the season by Bet563. Hello, son. Fancy a bet? Well,
0: thanks to Bet563's exclusive sponsorship of Born Offside, you can open an account there and we'll give you 300 squids of imaginary money to bet with. Sounds like madness. But by the time you're addicted to our apps and algorithms, we'll have cleaned out your savings and your missus will have left you. This week, if you bet on anything, and Tottenham actually signed someone. You don't get your money back. Because I'm a West Ham fan. And
3: I fucking hate Tottenham. Piss off you Spurs. Terms and conditions apply. All free money is not actually worth anything. Please bet irresponsibly. And remember, when the fun stops, you're fucked. Oh. Remember.
2: Like us on Facebook at BornOffSidePod. And leave us a review on iTunes. Seriously, none of you have done that. Do it, or they'll torture a baby hippo.